Next morning, when Mary drew the curtains in the kitchen, she saw that it had snowed quite heavily during the night. The snow had transformed the tiny, dingy yard. The shapes of the wash tub and the old mangle could barely be distinguished. However, a weak sun was filtering through the remaining grey clouds. At least that would make it a bit more bearable, she thought. There wasn't time to stand and admire the scene, though. There was the fire to mend. The breakfast, such as it was, to be made. Then, when Frank had gone to work, the real work would begin. And she was still so tired. It had been late when she'd finally finished all the mending last night, and Frank had gone up before her with barely a muttered good night. But she set to, and before long she'd cleared the table, and Katie had washed the dishes, and then had joined Tommy's entreaties to be allowed to go out and play in the snow. Take Lizzie with you, and be careful. It'll be slippery underfoot, and the last thing I need today is for one of you to fall and break something. Ma'am, can I take the tray out of the oven? We'll make a great slide, Tommy begged. No, you can't. You'll make the pavements even worse for people to walk on. It's freezing out there. Here, Lizzie, let me wrap this around you, love. She gently drew the child to her and wrapped a long hand-knitted scarf over her head and around her neck, wishing her coat was thicker and that they all had gloves or mittens. Now off you go. Take care and don't go making a nuisance of yourselves. Katie, you and Lizzie go and call on Nellie and tell her I'll keep an eye on her kids too. That's if she's letting them out. They'll be out, ma'am. Everyone'll be out, Katie answered, pulling her sister towards the door. Tommy had already disappeared. As if we needed this, Maggie said crossly as she came into the room, jerking her head in the direction of the snow-covered yard. Oh, I don't mind. At least it keeps the kids quiet until they get cold and wet and start traipsing in and out. Mary looked closely at the older woman. You're not yourself this morning, Maggie. No, love, I'm not. I don't feel well. I had a shocking night. I just couldn't get comfortable. I'll put the kettle on. Shall I tell Nellie you're not up to giving her a hand? You could even go back to bed. Try and get some rest. You deserve it, Maggie. You work very hard, and I'll be busy today. Maggie was scandalised. Take to my bed at this time in the morning. There's time enough for that when I'm really sick. No, I promised Nellie. I'll be fine after a cup of tea. Mary cut her a slice of bread and spread dripping on it, then placed the big brown teapot on the table. Let it stand for a minute. I'd better make a list of everything I want to buy today so I don't forget anything. Will you be able to manage the market on your own, Mary? By the time I've got through the day, I won't feel much like traipsing up and down Great Homer Street. Of course I will. How much have you got? Don't forget what I said last night about getting yourself something. I meant it. Oh, I see. I've got a good bit to spend. Now, there's meat, vegetables, a bit of fruit, a couple of slices of Dundee cake, tea, sugar, a bit of butter, Nellie's getting those eggs, salt fish for breakfast, bread and then I'll get some sweets and a couple of penny toys each for the kids. I might even get some holly and those cheap paper decorations they sell. It's a pity we can't have a Christmas tree. The kids would really love that, but it's beyond my pocket, and I owe Sarah McShane for the coal. I'll have to get a couple of bottles of beer for Frank to go with his dinner. Maggie pursed her lips. 
There won't be much left to buy yourself something. Can't he do without his ale? He'll have enough at Nelly's tomorrow, and you can bet your life he'll be in the pub this afternoon when he's finished work. She was certain that Frank McGann had kept back enough of his wages to go drinking with his mates, and even if Violet hadn't been getting married on Christmas Eve, there would have been little done in the way of work by most of the men in the street. Oh, Maggie, it's Christmas! Maggie was about to make a sarcastic comment when the door burst open and Katie appeared, her face flushed. Ma'am, ma'am, come quick. How a Tommy and the other lads made a slide and Mrs. Jones came out of her door and fell flat on her back. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Holy St. Joseph, is she hurt? I'll swing for that lad yet. I told him not to be carrying on like that. It was Georgie Price's fault. He had a shelf from his ma'am's oven. This time, Hetty'll have to do something about that little hooligan.